Hiya, Fiza. Hi, Ben. You got any extra shots? Sure, Ben. Sleeves up. I'm a Pfizer girl in a COVID world. I'm the classic mRNA-tastic 95%. There's no argument. Got no contagion with my vaccination. Come on, Pfizer. Let's go party. With a fast time. Come on, Pfizer. Let's go travel. Only if essential. Oh, we're having so much fun. We'll have to do this again for my second shot. Oh, I love you, Ben. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. And we're the folks who can help me find the method of the madness. Reason and the unreasonable makes sense and nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening? What, what do you think of that? What do you think of that song? Was that a was that a ploy to just get something more annoying than your intro to like really temper it down so no one would <laughs> hope no one notices? <laughs> yeah. It's all calming down from here. Did, did it work? <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> I mean, at least it was short. It wasn't like a, a full-length Disney production like the last two shitty vaccine songs we listened to. Oh, man. Wasn't it great, though? It was so catchy. I really found that to be really catchy. I love the I love the party with my mask on post-getting the vaccine. <laughs> and, that, like, everything about the vaccine makes me too. laugh now. It just, I went, went from me being, like, incredulous to, like, not believing people to, like, Okay, so let me get this straight. You get the vaccine, you can still get COVID, you can still spread it, and you still have to wear a mask. So how is that different from what I'm doing? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not going to get a tetanus shot and then go dig through a junkyard without gloves on. Like, it only makes sense. Only logical. That was, uh, I saw a crazy deranged post from some old Karen who was like, uh, she got her first shot. She didn't get the second one yet. And then she's like, so she, she responded to somebody else's comment on something. And was like, I know for a fact that the vaccine works. And here's her logic. I got the first shot. And then I got COVID. And I was put in the hospital. And uh, but could have potentially been worse. That's awesome. Thanks, doctor. Like, is that their claim now that it makes the symptoms not as bad? Is that what they're actually claiming? And like. What, how would, hey, how yeah, does the doctor have an immune response or what? I don't, how does the doctor know that it hurt? She would have been in the ICU. What are you talking yeah. about? Unless he's staring at her and, and she's like 400 pounds and she's like pre diabetic. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, you should be dead. <laughs> Maybe that's why the doctor was saying, he was just looking at the gal being like, Jesus Christ, you're, you're alive. <laughs> she probably wouldn't stop talking. I mean, the doctor's just, the doctor's just rationalizing for himself that the vaccine works. They're coming up with the one possible explanation that could have any meaning, and uh, it, it's practically a test for how gullible she is, it, it, no, in addition to that. Well, Aaron, since we're on the topic, I have another song for you. Wait, Maybe one you second. There's one, whoa, whoa, whoa. one other... There's actually two quick things. One other line okay. that, that drove me insane was, 95%, there's no argument. And it's like, what? <laughs> okay, 95% what? I'm guessing she means effective. And what is yeah. it effective for? Does it 95% chance make you gay and retarded like we've known all along? Like, No, that, that's 100. That's 100. <laughs> yeah, but so it is if she got the effectiveness, like, is it 95% of the people have 100% of effectiveness? Is, like, is that what kind of like effective? I have it's no idea what the Anchorman quote. 
80 percent yeah. of the time <laughs> it works every time it's like it's effect 95 percent effective like it doesn't make any sense to me so so it with the phase three clinical trials of the 100 150 data points they took um the uh, between placebo and vaccine the none of the vaccinate or 95 percent of the vaccinated case people did not get covid with symptoms and the placebo oh wait i'm forgetting exactly how it works it's it, it's based on people who uh got covid with one or more um mild to moderate mild to moderate or worse symptom um so it's 95 percent effective against that based on the population of the trial data they are collecting symptoms from people for a disease that doesn't exist what are you talking about <laughs> like i said I, i've maintained this and it's been 100 percent true if you don't believe in it, you're 100% immune to it. Everybody we know that doesn't believe in it has not gotten it. It's insane. For all the super spreader events they go to, too. Yeah. That goes back to last week's uh, article about SSRIs being able to be an effective treatment for COVID, saying that there was a, a sharp decline in people with SSRIs that came into hospitals with a uh, positive COVID-19 and with symptoms and being sick. So it's like, it's literally mass hysteria is what's causing all of this. Yeah. Mass fucking hysteria. And like fucking <laughs> these retarded hypochondriacs just going around like, oh my God, like, oh, my, my heart's palpitating. Like, oh my God, I got to go to the hospital. Well, because SSRIs, well, SSRIs would have absolutely nothing to do with stopping a virus. So it, yes, well, the thing exactly. that's stopping it is them not caring about the virus because of their <laughs> SSRIs. People realize that, right? Like, no one gets that. Yes. They're just like, oh, I guess there must be extra medicine in those antidepressants. Nom, 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 nom. Like, what are you, what are these people thinking? I, I want to, like, do the statistical analysis to see the, the correlation between the, the panic and SSRIs or, like, the, the mental health. Um, and contracting the disease versus other risk factors in contra contracting the, the, the disease and seeing that literally a positive attitude is uh, going to save your life. That's actually true. Or, you know, I'm not even kidding. Like it, having yeah. gratitude. No, no, that's yeah. Gratitude for your life will literally make you live to like 90. Just being grateful yes. that you're alive will will be so, better for you than any vitamin supplement that you could possibly take. So it's funny that you bring this up because uh, I recently found an article that said 50% of white liberal women, actually 56% of white liberal women, uh, have a past of mental illness. <laughs> so I wonder, which is double that of moderates or conservatives, by the way, more than double of both of those. Which is actually um, weird because uh, uh, aren't they in their key demographic like 18 to 25? Like, so they're they're fifty six percent mental like mental illness, and they're all young. Like they haven't even like had some this midlife women, menopause breakdown uh, yet. Yeah, this was women under thirty, by the way. This study. Mm. Yeah, so I I want to see that correlation between uh or, or if there is a correlation between that and uh, the demographic of people who get sick uh, due to COVID. And like get hospitalized because of it, and you know actually have to see the doctor with symptoms, basically. Well, I mean the whole thing's politicized, so the people with COVID are all yeah. like Democrats. Like if you bl vote blue, you have COVID. If you vote red, you don't. Even though if you vote red, you are the only people spreading it or something. I, it's retarded, and we know that studies bullshit anyways because one hundred percent of women from every demographic have mental illness. 
just from being a woman. <laughs> they don't have a history of mental illness. They have a present of mental <laughs> yes, illness. They live in it. <laughs> What's the second shitty song so we can get onto the real episode, oh, which is so good today, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm so glad you asked. It's one of my favorites, actually. Mr. Biden Sounds as gay as it looks Keep me protected from COVID-19 Tell me the trick (laughs) to how I'm a Moderna Fix of that magic Pfizer or Moderna Biden okay this guy this guy looks like if what you know like the the hammer mallet game where you have to hit the hedgehogs to pop up he's a human version of that like look at this guy (laughs) he is yeah he's a human version of a -a whack-a-mole yeah he looks exactly like that a very weird expression on his face and he's doing the the chorus in the back or the whatever that the harmony in the back and it's all him, and they just like photoshopped him, him behind himself like five times or four times. And, and he's got those bunny ass creepy. eyes, and his head is completely cylindrical. Look at that's why I think of his <laughs> head popping out of the way. He has literally a, a cylinder for a head. It's the weird, this is the weirdest looking fucking guy I've ever seen in my life. Well, plus he has B roll footage of Biden in an interview just sitting there, like listening to the interview. Like nodding. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> nodding and being like, yeah, okay. Like not saying anything, just nodding, looking at the camera. Also, his lyric right <laughs> like, now, like give me being... a poke. Gross. This, <laughs> the vaccine 100% makes you so, gay and retarded. This is the most, pr- this is the most definite proof we've seen of this. Uh, you know how there's the, the Cuomo sexual? Is there some Biden equivalent of that? Oh, God. There has to be. <laughs> well, let's listen to this masterpiece. Let's finish this up. Let's just finish this off, yeah. They call you sleepy, but you're pretty woke. <laughs> I'm so tired of quarantine. <laughs> Mr. Biden, bring my vaccine. Please bring me Okay, I think (laughs) you know who he look really looks like. Actually, now I just realized what happened. (laughs) That one mass murderer. What's his name? No, he looks like. Pee Wee Herman and uh, Stephen Colbert and uh, Anderson Cooper all touched wieners, and this guy just poofed into existence. Yeah, but also a smidge of a. I can oh, see it. Who was the incel mass murderer? What was that kid's name? Uh, Elliot Roger. He, yeah, I think he has a touch of Elliot Roger in him, too. I just see Pee Wee Herman, Stephen Colbert, and Anderson Cooper. I'll mix it uh, up. No, I, I completely see that, Aaron. No, it's... <laughs> I, wow. Wow. But speaking uh, of things that can actually save lives, Aaron, I believe you have a topic for us this evening? Well, first, if you do want to call oh, in yeah. the voicemail number, it's one 666 That's 1-833-666-0911. And that time I actually fucked it up because it said the zero first. God damn it. 
<laughs> tell us, tell us which vaccine that you uh, pretended to get. Um, I haven't filled out my card yet, my fake card. Neither have I. Yeah, I haven't uh, needed it really. So no, I don't need we'll it. it. Plus, even if there is a situation yeah. where I do need it, I'd rather just be like, no, I'm not showing you that. Fuck you, and get in a fight with some security guards. But guys, tonight. This, uh, this is such a good topic. Okay, so have you ever heard of, before I told you what the topic was earlier this week, a man by the name of <laughs> Royal Raymond Rife? Royal Rife? No. Uh-uh. No, not, not before this week. Nope. Same. I just kind of stumbled across this guy, and his story is amazing. So, Royal Rife, he was born 1988 in Nebraska. Um... He studied bacteriology. What's that? 1988? 1888. Oh, 1888. My bad. Did I say 19? Anyways, 1888. Uh, He he studied bacteriology at John Hopkins University. And then he had his own laboratory at the University of he was just a, he was a scientist, and his real br- big breakthrough was he invented uh, a bunch of different microscopes. But the one that was crazy that he invented was called the universal microscope. And so this thing, okay, could see. It was basically as strong as an electron mag- uh, microscope, where uh, he could see bacteria and virus. But the difference was. Electron mag, uh, electron microscopes kill the bacteria when you look at it under it. So you can't see living bacteria under an electron microscope. And he had oh, a microscope that you so could th- see it living. So this is something still used today? Uh, not really, I don't think. I think there are ones kind of like this that still exist. But the problem was that that thing had like 6,000 different parts. And it would take him up to 24 hours to actually get it to, like, uh, focus on bacteria, on these, like, bacteria samples. Yeah, it would, like, just to get it to focus to, I mean, 61,000x zoom is insane. Like, that's crazy. Um, So, yeah, it's called the Universal Microscope, and he won, like, a ton of awards for that. He was pub, uh, his... First, the first time he was published was in the San Diego Union newspaper in 1929, uh, and then he had an article in Popular Science in 1931, uh, where they uh, just talked about like his microscope that was amazing. It was the best microscope in the world. Um, so back in 1920, Rife identified a virus that he believed caused cancer. He called it the BX virus, and he made over 20,000 unsuccessful attempts to transform cells into tumor cells. Um, Then what he ended up doing was he irradiated the virus, uh, caught it in a filter and injected it into lab animals. And when when he would irradiate the virus first, then inject it in animals... Uh, he created like 400 different tumors in a row. Like he every he could do it 100 percent of the time. Uh, create oh, cancer. Was this the X-ray stuff I read about? I think uh, I think I did. Yeah, probably this. So yeah. what he would do is he'd inject these animals and, and make them grow cancer tumors, and then uh, his his theory was that at 
uh, he well, something he noticed he could do was if he subjected different bacteria and any different bacteria, different cells that he was looking at through his microscope to certain radio frequencies, he could literally like dissolve them. Um, Because everything in the world vibrates at different uh, frequencies. So he could find the frequency for these certain bacteria. Then he'd just like mark it down like, oh, this is the frequency that this starts vibrating at. And then he could intensify the signal and literally vibrate it apart. So you said for cancer cells? What's that? That You said for cancer cells? Yeah. for Well, he'd do it for bacteria, for different viruses and... Uh, he was saying he would go through a list of like different types of cells, finding the resonant yeah. frequency for each one of them to be able to like destroy that particular cell, nothing else, right? Yeah, it's it's the same as like when an opera singer breaks a wine glass. You hit, you have to hit oh, a yeah, certain I mean, that... frequency. It's not like it rips apart somebody's face at the same time. It's just that object vibrating at that frequency. That makes sense. I'm just imagining for for cancer cells. I don't know that those would be as uniform as any like other type of cell. Well, they wouldn't accept. And like, it, well, if you 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 could take a sample of their cancer, then put it on, you know, find the frequency for it and destroy the thing. So that's what he started doing, and he. Uh, so what he called the frequency to destroy a certain cell is called the mortal oscillatory rate. Um, so he'd try to find this mortal <laughs> oscillatory rate of different viruses and then mark down what their mortal os- oscillatory rate or MOR. I'm going to say MOR from now on. Um, and then he destroy the cells and he start he started w- treating people and they did this. Uh, what they ended up doing was in the University of Southern California or San Diego, you know, University of Southern California. Uh, one of his friends was this guy, Dr. Milbank Johnson, and uh, they yeah, yeah. they got a team together, a special medical research committee, and they brought 16 terminally ca- uh, ill can- cancer patients from Pasadena County Hospital to Rife San Diego Laboratory and Clinic for treatment. The team included doctors and pathologists assigned to examine the patients if they were still alive after 90 days. Some of the other science, so they for 90 days they examined them and... Uh, gathered samples of the cancer cells they had, things like that. Um, at first, the patients, every three or every day, they give three minutes of the appropriate frequency. But part of the treatment, they did have to, like, radiate the cells, um, or they had to stand next to the generator for too long, and it basically made them sick, so they started doing it every, like, third day. But what happened was, after the 90 days of treatment, the committee concluded that 14 of the 16 patients had been been completely cured. After they adjusted the treatments for the remaining two people, they cured the other two within four weeks. Honestly, with those 14 too, is cured and the effects of their cancers reversed? Was that a... No, cured, like gone. Like, they yeah, yeah, destroyed yeah, yeah. all That's of the cancer cells in their body. Um, And, and to, to double-check... So I was reading that this was a, a cancer and tuberculosis clinic. Were, were all 16 patients specifically cancer patients? These ones were cancer. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that was straight. Yeah, this and was... This uh, took place at uh, USC, University of Southern California. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was at USC. Yeah, okay. A very reputable medical school to, still to this day. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so obviously, uh, USC, like in their their reputable reputable medical school, still uh, still teach about this particular case, and it's it's gone down in history, right? Uh, Doctor Rife being a legendary doctor and inventor of uh, this technology. Wait, sorry, repeat that. <laughs> He, he, he ground success from this. Uh, they found the cure for cancer, and now... Yep, we, he, we cured cancer back in 1934, forever. They named the USC Coliseum after him, right? Yep. Is that what you're trying Absolutely. to say? Absolutely. Yep, the Rife Coliseum. That, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what would have happened if uh, our good old friends, the AMA that we talked about last week, the American Medical Association, got very involved. Um, so they, they helped him promote his work, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, I think Johns Hopkins was one of like their approved or model schools. So like, obviously, they must re- must respect his medical expertise. Oh yeah, yeah. They well, <laughs> they did at the time, and then uh, the that doctor uh, Milbeck Johnson. Yes, Doctor Milbeck Johnson was supposed to give a he a he held a uh, <laughs> he held a banquet in Royal Rife's honor. And there were forty-four different doctors there, including all the ones that, uh, including all the ones that worked on this, uh, worked on this project with them, and uh, they called it the the banquet to end all disease. Well, yep, I have the picture up right right here. Yeah, we have a nice picture of that banquet. Well, um, shortly after that, he was supposed to make a an announcement about the about the results of their experiment and he fell briefly ill and died immediately. And there was a suspect of him being poisoned to death. And then all of his notes were lost. Really? Wow, that's a uh, inconvenient. <laughs> Surely he had a backup copy of these notes shortly or some other doctor working with him. Very short. This is in 1934, shortly after his banquet to end all disease. Um, they had the cloud back then, right? They, they just, you know, Google drive. Oh, yeah. Right there. So then the AMA gets involved. Cool. And they decide that they're going to go after Rife for uh, being a quack. Because they're saying this is all bullshit. And the AMA at the time is headed by a man named Morris Fishbein. So let's see what his Morris Fishbein's Wikipedia. He was born in St. Louis, Missouri <laughs> on July 19, 22nd, 1989 or 1889. The son of an immigrant Jewish peddler. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's always, always them. He looks like... <clears throat> that, that's, wait, that's what Wikipedia says? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> when did Wikipedia become so anti-Semitic? <laughs> oh, dude, I know. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Where it was like, I'm starting to think that the fact that they always mention that every giant scumbag in history was the son of a like, Jewish banker is a, a psyop <laughs> to just get people to start killing Jews. Like, I think they want there to be white supremacists, actually. I don't think they're even succeeding that well, but like, there's something no, about that like, that the- like, they want you to see that. There's a pattern. The last time you hate crime to Jew. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they want you to call it out. They want you to be like, huh, there seems to be a correlation here. And then they want to go, stop attacking (laughs) us. You're attacking us. It's anti-Semitism. Just like a make you so annoyed by constantly with the anti-Semitism stuff. 
and like B, I think they want you to just start like shooting up a deli so that they can make like more crazy laws to hide their crimes. <laughs> but anyways, so- okay. So this this uh, Morris Fishbine guy heading the AMA. What what did he do as head of the AMA? So the AMA, as we talked about, got completely taken over and funded by the Rockefellers. And this guy, uh, I just happened to stumble into enough money to buy the entire AMA in, by 1939. Uh, very f- a few Wait, years in- buy it. He wasn't like you know elected leader or work his way up the ranks or nope. he, what, what do you mean he buy he it? Bought, bought it. He bought. They apparently sold shares, and he bought all the shares. Did he come from modest means or something? Yeah, yeah, he came from real modest means. Then Uncle J.P. Morgan uh, handed him enough money to buy the AMA. So, he this guy is the head of the AMA and runs the whole thing. Here's a just, well, just a little off topic. Now we'll go to Fishbine. Uh, just an example of something that he did. That's I don't know, insane. Totally legit. No, uh, he's crazy. There was For the this... good of the medical institutions. <laughs> <laughs> so there's slander this... and and. And shit are you about to bring up here? Well, there was this guy named Harry Hoaxy who had an herbal cancer remedy, which uh, Fishbein came after him for. Uh, the AMA did for saying that he was a hoax. But in court, Fishbein, act- Morris Fishbein actually had to admit that it worked on skin cancer, which it's a skin cream. So, uh like it's the cancer that what it was like specifically treating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then he, the AMA tried to buy the skin cream, which is uh, the AMA what? would receive. This was his offer. The AMA would receive all profits for nine years. And then if they were satisfied that it worked, Hoaxy would begin to receive 10% of the profits. And then that guy's like, no, fuck you. I refuse. Fishbane then used his political connections to have Hoaxy arrested 125 times in a period of 16 months the charges were all based on practicing without a license (laughs) so he had he was brought to court on charges for practicing without a license like once every four days they were always thrown out of court but he basically harassed this guy for like 25 years and uh the only like and what basically came out of it is that it became such a scandal that that's the thing that ultimately led Fishbine to have to resign from the AMA. Wow. Um, Holy fuck. Well, obviously, he, he just understood that the AMA had better distribution than this one individual doctor and wanted to uh, help people get, help get this uh, skin cream out there um, and save lives and whatnot. It's just, you know, a procedure that he had to do all this shit and not give the guy any profit. Well, right? now back to Rife. Right. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. That's how they always do this kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, yes, sir. Go yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, back to Rife. So back to Rife, he made an offer to buy the Rife machine from Rife. I'm assuming it was just as shitty of a deal as he offered for the skin cancer cream, and Rife said, nah, I'm good. And so what then he did is he offered a guy that worked on, uh, he worked, or one of the investors for Beam Ray, which was the company that they had started, that Rife had started, this investor for Beam Ray, an electrical engineer, had helped build the frequency instruments. He offered him legal assistance in an attempt to steal the company from Rife and the other investors, and then a lawsuit ensued. 
there was a trial in 1939 uh, to put an end to the proper scientific investigation of Reich's frequency machine. Uh, and Reich basically just became like an alcoholic. He was constantly in legal battles, became an alcoholic and like addicted to Valium. And he won the case in 39, but it bankrupted his company and they closed it down, which was the whole point anyways. Like, they had, the beam ray had to fight so many legal battles that they just bankrupted. Um, and then the AMA, then anybody looking into this frequency machine for Rife, they do the same thing. They just start hammering these guys with lawsuits until no one could look into it or even try to attempt to, uh, to keep going with this like vein of research, basically. Now, why would he do that? Oh, that's right. Because the Rockefellers and the Carnegies at the time who ran the AMA were making a shit ton of money treating cancer. Right now, do you know what the they average... Had a, they, had a better cure for, they had a better cure for cancer? Mm-hmm. If you're make, looking to make a profit, they did. Right now, the average cast a can, a, a cost of treating a cancer patient is 300 grand. A and year, I'm assuming? What's that? Like a year or, or just a like year or total like until or... the person dies or recovers or what's usually that? both. Like, <laughs> no, that's just Jesus the average okay. for treatment. I'm sure there's other people that spend 1.5 mil and some people that spend like you know 50 grand, but it averages out 300 grand a person. Um, I, I'd like to point out too that cancer in, in America is the second leading leading cause of death, pretty much right behind heart disease, and then like twice as much as the next cause after that. So to, to put things in scale, there are a lot of people. Uh, in a situation, you know, having to pay this much to treat cancer. So then all the people that supported Rife that were at that banquet picture, literally like 38 of them denied they ever knew him. Um, <laughs> it's fucking uh, <laughs> Peter, the cock crows the thrice. One of the, one of the guys, Arthur Last Kendall, who was on the long. USC staff when they, uh, there was one of the doctors that helped him with that 16 person study with the people who had terminal cancer yeah yeah uh, the ama paid him two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to just retire and not work again if he agreed to not work again they gave him 250 grand in 1939 well it's because they didn't have a good enough procedure to ro- revoke his med- medical license so they just wanted to save lives because he was practicing unsafe you know uh, practices dude you know how much that is in 1939 a quarter mil that's a lot of enough to retire that's what that's what it is (laughs) yeah his choice was probably like everybody else's he was like all right we'll give you a quarter mil to just shut up and go away or uh we can sue you forever and get you arrested every four days until you uh stop pick one you can retire and buy a railroad if you wanted to (laughs) (laughs) sorry um Oh God, it's so crazy. So, so where between then and the '90s, where there was kind of a big uh, resurgence or like a small ad campaign for the Rife machine, what did anything else happen with the, the AMA, the various associates of Royal Rife and whatnot, or does it kind of go straight to modern times and the, the even further discrediting of these uh, these methods or these treatment methods? Um. Oh, well, when, so, Rife had to, he, basically, things that happened right after that, after the AMA was uh, involved, um, 
let's see here. Uh, so yeah, there, there. It was all documented that this company, like, actually was succeeded in curing cancer, and all the AMA did was tell everybody it was all bullshit, and went through all this work trying to fuck people over. Um, but what I was what I was reading is that none of the documentation survived. Like anyone who was working to replicate Rife's results, uh, their their like labs or and research papers just mysteriously caught on fire. Or uh, like you there said, there was with, a uh, fire. Johnson, One of the he was supposedly assassinated. That was another yeah, guy. Was, One of the other guys working on the team died in a like a house fire with all his work in his yeah. house. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Is uh, uh, Doctor Doctor Neems? That's what I have up. Whatever. Yeah, but um, there effectively did any research replicating this uh, Rife's uh, 1934 trial, or you know, the saving those those 16 individuals actually survive, or how much data is there out there to support that this well, electromagnetic electromagnetic frequency therapy works? So honestly, the most compelling data to show that it worked is the lengths that the AMA went to fuck them over. Um, that's the most compelling evidence that it did work. Um, Rife even went to try to recreate his data, but, uh, his universal microscope was, had pieces of it stolen and was, uh, like basically useless. They, it was vandalized and a bunch of pieces stolen out of it. Uh, earlier, uh, arson had destroyed the multi-million dollar Burnett lab in New Jersey, just as the scientists yep. there were preparing to announce confirmation of Rife's work. So the, they, there was another group that went to try to confirm his work and were doing the same studies. Uh, it just happened to burn down. You know, it, it just happens all the time in, in multi-million dollar labs. So, so I'll get into a little wait, bit of a... Hold or, on. Yes, Is, can, so everything got destroyed just randomly. I didn't know that electric by, by, therapy is very flammable. Like yeah, well, vibrating, vibrating something just causes it to explode immediately. Causes oh. a lot of friction. Yeah, spontaneous combustion, stuff yeah, like that. So totally. If we it's, it's were, like a if we were to either make one ourselves or buy one ourselves, like today, we don't. You don't think we could do that? No, you could buy. You could buy for like six k. No, it's not the same. That's machine. not the same thing, dude. Oh, it's not. No, oh, it's bad. like I, the. The what they have now, I, I swear to God, was probably started just to make it seem like bullshit. Like they they don't have anything that could replicate it yet. WebMD tells me I can buy one for about six thousand dollars on the internet, so I I trust WebMD. Yeah, WebMD, where you look <laughs> up uh, and it tells you you have everything every time, no matter what you look up. Uh, it tells I me have I have cancer, sniffles. so I need to buy the cancer curing device. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, what about like the schematics for these things? Like, aren't those uh, in like the patent office? They burned in the lab too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, actually, in uh, the the police confiscated uh, confiscated what? the rest of his notes legally because uh, yeah, they they confiscated like fifty years worth of research in like the sixties. On what basis do you know? Uh, for for like, uh, you know, the good of the people because he's practicing like quackery. <laughs> well, what, what was the, what did their warrant say for? I don't know for confiscating the shit. I have to. I have to find that. 
I don't know what they the make something said. up this funny. Come I know on, that man. the fucking I know that the police took his shit though. And then he died of uh, alcoholism and Valium overuse in 1970 something. Yeah, oh, I the, the one thing I was reading was uh, suspecting that he was killed or intentionally overdosed by doctors, but he was like 83 and had just had a heart yeah. attack. So, you know, he, he may have been driven to alcoholism due to the, the continuous lawsuits and stuff, but um, he's 83. Like, so far as a death goes and uh, having a heart attack and, and Valium, uh, that, that's not a uh, having not super been, surprising or suspicious. Yeah, having been crushed by the system and the fact that he was that old, like, yeah, he was pretty much on his way out. So there was three other scientists who uh, discovered similar results or claimed to discover similar similar results that Rife did. So people have tried to recreate it. Um, Their names are, if you you ever want to look them up, is Gaston Nasons, Halda Clark, and Antoine Pryor. Uh, They invented similar instruments and all were immediately persecuted at the hands of the state. And like, are they for being like frauds? Uh, But they are they legitimate i don't know but they did all of them including rife had huge support from their patients now i don't like uh those patients are probably desperate and deluded oh probably (laughs) or paid out these are just good good salesmen we're talking about not real doctors real doctors aren't good salesmen They wouldn't try to sell you any kind of pill or pharmaceutical or anything like that. It's just nonsense. Well, not unless you really, really needed it. And they had exhausted all other options. Yeah, exactly. Aaron's not picking up what we're... (laughs) 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 Staring blankly at the camera like, what are you guys talking about? No, I was looking at a quote. So, so I want to get into a little bit of a tangent uh, with with this type of uh, treatment and this history. Are you guys familiar with other electric, electromagnetic therapies and treatments that exist these days that, that are used regularly these days? No, not really. Not especially not for cancer. Are you talking about just like any ordinary um, in general, like in general, like yeah. for for medical purposes? Yeah, not not really. No. Do you have anything? Oh, in I mind? mean, because there, yeah, yeah, there there are uh, several. Um, it, uh, to begin with, there's the red, red light or infrared um, therapy. That's the one, one of the more common ones, and that has uh, is touted or advertised as for um, be, being helpful or having some. It, it effectively is a, a, a all of these effectively have CBD effects, where it's like, oh, it can be helpful for this, or like, oh, it cured my joint pain. But the red light therapy, um, the list of things is uh, dementia, dental pain, hair loss, osteoarthritis, tendonitis, wrinkles, and general pain, joint stuff. But um, all the studies are like a group of ten people who re- who reported some mildly improved results. So so far oh, as supporting okay. any of that. But but th- this is a perfectly accepted and relatively common or available um type Treatment. of uh, EM uh, therapy. Yes. Um. Th- there's also magnetic uh mi- magnetic therapy where it's uh, like general pain and joint stuff. You just you know <laughs> try to. I well, it has like some on, Josh. The, the, yeah, we're talking about out. like uh, weird medicine where you put some magnets on yourself and you like meditate or some dumb shit like that, right? That's what you're thinking. Well, of. The, yeah, the, the the red the red light infrared stuff is is a lot like you know more medical context than that. The magnetic seems to be a bit more yeah, um, you know, alternative or just throw magnets wait, on yourself. Wait, wait, but, wait, but, wait, but there's wait, no scrutiny stop. about these. Jesus Christ! Okay, Sorry. have you heard about the 
what what's the one that's like the um there's a fat um reduction like process that you can do treatment that you can't where the it's it's sort of like liposuction oh. but they don't cut you open they like melt it from outside of the body you know what i'm talking about i feel like i've totally I, seen this uh i think that's like i, a I don't know E&M. what it's called okay i think that's like something Likely. similar though at least right but it's like that. That's like the same exact I, I principle. So. It's literally because they tell you it's like, yeah, we're just like melting the fat cells, and then it just go like circulates through your bodies, and you know, and it just leaves. So sure, yeah, uh, somewhat similar. Right. But here's the yeah. Here's the thing that's the reason that I wouldn't believe. Okay, the reason I don't believe it's the same is like put magnets on your body and meditate because those are such nonsense. Well, like there's so many people that do that kind of shit. But here. The difference is this guy invented like awesome microscopes. Like he was an awesome engineer. Usually when it's uh, the char- the people I believe are charlatans immediately are the people are like, oh, yeah, I uh, I invented this way to cure cancer, man. And it's like, what else have you done? Nothing. It's <laughs> just I wanted to find a really lazy way to pretend to cure shit. Like this guy wasn't lazy. Are you still in a Reiki healing play? Sorry. Um. No, no, no. That's I. I'm not saying they're the same thing. I'm just saying. So, so the background with bringing up these these alternate EM type therapies is that there's no scrutiny into the safety. There's no. There's nothing stopping people from doing studies about the effectiveness of, of them. People do studies like wider, wider spread, um, you know, t- trials of whether or not these are effective treatments, and uh, they're like they're readily available and all of that. And uh, you know, at least from the research I did the level of potential threat or safetiness is the exact same as for Rife's machine, or it's the exact like same level or types of descriptions where there's no known like side effects or harm that could be caused by Rife's machine um, and his, his electromagnetic therapy uh, for, for cancer. So like, why don't we just do studies and see whether or not it works? Uh, I know why I have the answer to your question, by the way. Okay. Okay. So if you're a, pharmaceutical conglomerate that's making billions and billions and billions of dollars off of curing or treating cancer rather um you don't have to spend any money stopping cold light therapy because it doesn't do anything you have to spend a lot of money and a lot of lawsuits (laughs) stopping the guy who's actually destroying cancer with uh mors or whatever and figuring out how to cure every disease with by destroying it at the cellular cellular level that's what you spend the money on to destroy. You don't spend it on. See, they don't care about regulating things for your safety. Uh, they let those guys do whatever the fuck they want if it's not going to actually cure the thing that's making them all their money. That's why I 100% believe this. I I think to a certain extent, I, I think there can be a safety argument in that, uh, say, for example, for, for joint pain, it doesn't really matter whether or not you're cured of that. Whereas for cancer, if you put all of your faith into this one, or you like, you're, you're just doing this one treatment, you put all, all your faith into that and it's not known to work or like do anything, Josh, and then you're screwed. That's, but that's the beauty of it. All of their arguments, when you're running a giant criminal organization, like the AMA, uh, you use empathetic arguments to get your scams through. So you go, well, we're looking out for your safety. By the way, SSRIs are great. Eat those like M&Ms. Put fluoride in the water. And uh, we're going to sue the guy that's actually trying to help you because he might be a quack. We literally put coyote poison in the water, guys. Like, they don't give a flying fuck about your safety. 
at all. Never have, never will. They use those arguments to scam you and bleed you for money. That's it. He might be a quack, but we know that we're quacks, so you can trust us. Oh, dude, it's like, you already know that they're fucking scumbags. You know what I mean? Like, you already know that they are poisoning you. They will poison you for an extra dollar. No problem. So when those guys are making arguments, they're like, well, we got to go through the safety regulations. You know, no, you know what? I want to determine my own safety. You let anybody do their own thing and we'll let we'll see what the free market actually does about it. But there's no such thing as the free market, really, because what you end up with is a bunch of guys like Rockefeller and Carnegie that use the legal system to completely obliterate all of their competition. And that's what happened. And that's what our medical system is now. And then they develop treatments. What they hope is that they can get you to live 30 years with cancer, but you have to take their pill in order to live. That's what their goal is. That I guarantee you they're working real hard on that. That's the thing they want more than anything in the world. Call me back when the free market has a medical degree. Is that a... <laughs> no. Sure. Um, now, I, I want to... Oh, get Bob, a, you're, a, uh, you're like half volume for some reason. Sorry, I was looking up that um, that lipo alternative that I actually oh, yeah, did yeah. find it. It was called Cool Sculpting, uh, sculpting. So uh, it, it actually K O L. Well, no, it's just yeah, just C. Okay, but well. it's kind of lame. <laughs> it, apparently, it just uses like a vacuum seal on your skin. Like, there's nothing. Um, they don't use any frequencies or anything like that. And there's like a lot of weird side effects to it, but you know, it's still like a lot better than like liposuction. Yeah, I but think yeah. you mean a lot better than diet and exercise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, so Aaron, my, my follow-up question is to bring it into modern times even more, or the, you know, the last uh, couple of years um, even more relevantly. Uh, what are your thoughts about the whole, uh, visiting back to what we were talking about a year ago and the, all the conspiracies then with the coronavirus uh, the spreading about, what are your thoughts on the whole 5G thing and electromagnetic frequencies uh, causing causing disease uh it could i mean there you could have uh, having the radio frequencies are like different frequencies like that going through your body all day we don't know the effects of that it could be horrifying but you don't we don't know the long-term effects but as far as like oh they're gonna control your brain it it makes you shit blood like no that's retarded to have i mean to take the principle from like this guy's um little machine and to apply it to like a tower that just uh, puts a radio frequency all throughout town, like to be able to match the specific resonant frequency of like a, an individual cell or a group of cells and an individual person amongst the group, like and to get the whole group, it just doesn't seem like feasible. You know, it's like it might hit a it might hit a particular frequency if you're in a particular spot. You know, it might wipe out like a couple of kidney cells, but I don't think on like a wide scale it would affect anyone like that though. I, yeah no i don't think on a wide scale affect anybody i think like if it's if there's one like if they have one of the towers like n- on your apartment window uh you know maybe <laughs> you're gonna get some weird cancer you later you know what i mean like yeah, it's not like that but <laughs> yeah i mean uh radio frequencies it is radiation i mean but it's it's not it's not typically seemed as like a, or looked at as a radiation that's like particularly harmful like I said, like unless it does match its frequency with a resonant frequency of something inside of you, you know. So, I mean, I mean, from from what I've read, um, read up on, at least for 
telecommunication radio frequencies and those um, that radiation, it's it's not supposed to be high enough energy to even penetrate your skin and actually get to, you know, um, you know, actually get to those uh, the intracellular level and um, yeah, you know, be yeah. able to cause that sort of damage or uh, be able to irradiate or uh, your cells like that. So I. You know, that's I, I I wouldn't want to be right next to like, I wouldn't want to be constantly within 100 feet of one of those towers. Like, I wouldn't want to live within 100 foot of, feet of one of those like little like 5G tower things. But but what what if I paid you $100 to t- take part in the survey and let me know how you feel on a weekly basis doing that? Yeah, no, thanks. I'm OK. I'm OK. But like, I, I don't, I'm not particularly afraid of it either. Like, I don't think it's anything. But um OK. And. Kind of on the other end of the question, do you think that Rife's machine actually works? Do you think that this type of treatment, um, like in practice, actually works? A hundred percent, because one of the ones, one of the cancer treatments that uh, I guess is kind of based on the same thing is uh, that I heard had heard a lot about. Uh, it was this experimental treatment. They had all this success in treating these animals, and then they were just like, "Oh, it's too expensive, can't do it," and it just went away. Was taking nanobots that attached to cells at uh, or they they could attach gold flecks in your body to cancer cells somehow i don't remember how and then the nanobots would attach to the gold heat up the gold and it'd kill it that way which is kind of like i know they use radio frequency somehow there's some radio engineer that developed the he had the idea for it basically um I'm not doing justice explaining this at all. But <laughs> you're not. You're not. No, no. <laughs> it was cool though. You have to get back to us in this one. I I'd have to look that up. I'm talking off the top of my head from something that I read a lot about ten years ago. I'm I'm too retarded yeah, for that. Yeah. Back on topic though, I actually I'm really intrigued by this. Like I think the the principle behind it is actually like fairly sound, and yeah, I, it makes I think a lot like more research. It makes a lot of sense, and I think the research into something like this would be like very beneficial, and not something that should be looked down upon by uh, the institutions that that are currently at the helm of all this dumb bullshit. And but, you know, and it's brought to you like by a guy that's place. actually developing like awesome microscopes. You know, what I mean, it's not brought to you by yeah, like some exactly. hippie doing like uh, crystal ball shit. You know. Like, that's what makes me go like I think this guy really cured cancer and and the amount of money put into like fucking him over and all the weird shit that happened to doctors around him and all the people that just got legally fucked over and how they just destroyed any chance of them continuing any kind of research uh, knowing how much money they'd lose if they cured cancer makes me go yeah that that 100% happened he cured cancer. And cancer is still an active area of research too, where I would hope there's you know some some level of innovation or experimental stuff. Never, if, effectively, for, okay, God, effectively for something that is relatively safe to to test, you know. And just Bro, we're still doing chemo. You're doing. We're still doing it's, chemo. It's, it's <laughs> there's no innovation with cancer. They found a way to just make as much money as possible. They don't care if you I die. Like- I love how Royal it's Rice St. Jude's rejected my uh, heel stream donation. I, oh Jesus! I love how uh, uh, Royal Rife he he used chemo to create tumors in animals to then treat them with his device. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, compared exactly. to our current, yeah. I was gonna say something when you were talking about that, but I was like, "Wow, that's basically what chemo is." <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but yeah, okay. So I w- thing I wanted to ask you guys. 
All right, Josh, you first. What do you think? What are where are you sitting with? Uh, do you believe this guy cured cancer or no? I, I don't think he cured cancer. No, I think it's worth uh, looking Boo. into. Or I think at least the methods are worth looking into. But I I don't think he cured cancer. There's there's the the largest data sets out there are like scales of you know 10, 15 patients, and it's uh like I I don't. It's hard to get more when well, you also, I don't have immediately a, get sued out of business. Your company gets yeah. sued out of existence the second you start. Kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's highly suspicious. The, the fact that he had one person that he, he had cured of cancer is, like, testament enough to keep researching it. And so where, like, what other research facilities or who did research on this to verify or, or unverify his work? Like, there is none. It's just, so, it's just died in the water, it seemed. The... The 20th century was also the time of the Cold War, where there was a bunch of meaningless shit done in "quote unquote" the name of anti-communism. And this had nothing I, to do I with think, that. This was 100 percent. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. No, no, I'm not saying. I'm just saying the mentality of doing things for not like they don't need to know this machine works in any way to target to to target him and try to run him out of business in the name of their monopoly, uh, the AMA's monopolistic medical practices. I I don't think they need that specific motivation to do that no but what i'm saying is that there's like no follow-up no further research like aaron did bring up that there was three other scientists that did have similar oh, yeah. results to his and it's like but if it if probably they did, yeah, it's like okay cool <laughs> well the, that's the thing um the the ama is 100 percent who went after them and we already know and it's common knowledge that the ama was run completely by like funded completely by Rockefeller and Carnegie, who also happen to be the two largest pharmaceutical company owners in the entire world. Huh? Yeah. I, I think cause it, this was like what 1933 you said, something like that. Like it, it was right in the middle of this AMA yeah, debacle that, yeah. that was, that was going on and shit like that. They were like right at the prime. This is right when they were shifting to um, treatment methods that, didn't really work like they kind of worked but also made you sick in another way and it's like that is exactly what <laughs> our pharmaceutical companies are doing today it's yeah like, here's don't the timeline here for covid it's called a we side want, effect we want a vaccine to some patients bob yeah they don't want a treatment they want a vaccine that you have to get a booster shot every six months so they keep reckoning the fucking cash on you like that's just like the game that they play like they under no circumstances they want a cure for cancer under no circumstances they want a cure for covid uh, you lost me on that COVID part because obviously it's not real. But, but <laughs> here's the timeline, just so you know. Yeah, but like, we already have SSRIs. 34, <laughs> 1934 is when they run this study. So the AMA doesn't know they exist yet. They have a giant banquet with like 40 different doctors at USC saying, well, this is the banquet to end all disease. And this Milbeck Johnson guy who's like the head of all the doctors at USC is way behind it. 1937, he's going to go public with it. He's about to make an announcement about the how they're with the the fifth right fifth edition of the Rife machine, um, how like aw- unbelievable it is, and how like great this machine is. And then he uh, gets sick and dies, and all his notes are lost. Then in 1939, uh, the AMA sues uh, Rife's company out of existence. And also the last eclectic medicine medical school also shuts its doors because 
They received no funding and constant lawsuits. And were, in 1939 is where they finally consolidated so that every single medical school in the United States, the 76 out of 166 remaining, all teach the exact same curriculum. And any school that teaches anything about herbal remedies in any way loses all their funding. I, I'm it's pretty a sure that so violent takeover yeah. of the American medical system <laughs> right at that time. So I don't know why you brought up the Cold War because the Cold War is fucking <laughs> re, like retarded. But like what what's happening right there is the AMA, the people shutting down Rife, are also violently taking over every aspect of all medical knowledge, yeah. grant allocation. Uh, they're the only so, people that can give schools accreditation, and I. I would put money on it that Rife fucking cured that shit or at least found a method to do it that we could have delved down and no one ever did again, not with any kind of substantial backing and only met massive resistance after that when anyone went through this uh, trying to find the mortal oscillatory rate of viruses. I I don't think the AMA uh, and Big Pharma need evidence that these treatments work to feel threatened by them and to shut them down in that manner. I'm thinking... No, Josh, that was the whole point. That was the whole point of why they don't go after cold laser therapy. And all these, you talked about all these different stupid methods that are around now with no safety regulation on it. No one gives a shit and no one's trying to sue them out of existence because they know that it doesn't fucking work. We all know that cold laser therapy doesn't do anything. It's a placebo effect for you. It's okay, that's nothing. a good point. But, so they don't um, give a shit about that. Yeah, They'll let you do that all day. I'm not. I'm not convinced he cured cancer, but uh, it's something I'd like to see a lot ben, more research like, into, or think should be actively yeah. pursued. Uh, it's the same reason they don't sue like acupuncturists. Like they aren't going after <laughs> Mrs. Chang, fucking sticking seven thousand needles in your back because they know it's not going to do anything. It's fucking retarded. It's just a placebo effect in your mind. You're like, oh. Well, I got some real uh, Chinese witch doctory really fixed me up there having 7,000 needles in my back. That's the snake oil that's yeah, acceptable. That's, it's very because CBD-ish, it, it also doesn't yeah. specify what it kind of treats. They're just like, oh, it makes you kind of feel better. You know, it's like, well, we have cancer. Cancer is a big market. And it's like if we cure cancer, cure like heart disease, like that. Those two are like the biggest things. Right, like they would lose out on so much money. I'm pretty sure that if Royal Rife, if he was alive today and he came out like today with this machine, said he could cure cancer, I'm pretty sure he'd be drone strike by the United States government. Dude, that's why chiropractic <laughs> got chiropractic got like really destroyed. Uh, like, uh, you can't be a doctor. You're not a doctor when you're a chiropractor. You can go to school for it and stuff, but you're not a doctor, and it's because considered it works, like an the... alternative medicine that for like idiots. And uh, not that it cures everything, but it there are people with like slit discs and shit like that. That chiropractic has really helped a lot of people. Now there's some idiots that with the methods that you're doing that will probably fuck your back up too. <laughs> I'm sure that like and they're not every chiropractor is not awesome. But uh, guess who the people trying to stop chiropractic well, were? Uh, the people selling painkillers. What What's do you the, know? Oh, wow. That, no no secondary to, motivation uh, the there. Or, uh, be able, they, I guess if they're not their doctors, they can't prescribe pain pills. I don't know. I'd have to be like literally dying to go to any doctor or chiropractor anyways. But but that, like, so I don't know exactly what it, what you can do or can't do as a chiropractor. But 
um, I'm sure that if you are a chiropractor and you just make friends with a doctor that gives you some kind of like kickback. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a pipeline now of doctor to physiotherapist who can prescribe you uh, those muscle relaxants. Exactly, pain, probably uh, something like that. I'm sure because you can refer somebody something just like unofficially, like uh, allegedly. If you go to this doctor and he says you can have it, you can have it. But you, uh, right down. I didn't technically note. tell you that. Like to say, I'm sure some word that they can <laughs> say so that they're legally not culpable for you like ODing on Percocets. But I don't know what the technical route you're supposed to take is. Okay. Hmm. Um. So did we convince so, you? So Bob, are you? No, you've not convinced okay. me. <laughs> Why? Your all your arguments were immediately debunked. <laughs> so there's like no data. <laughs> well, Bob, no, Bob just uh, counter argued your your point there that the 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 point is with the rife machine that it has a very specific targeted purpose and uh, function through which it works. And that's the reason it's a threat as opposed to, you know, infrared, red light therapy, magnetic therapy and UV therapy, where it's uh, very much, you no, know, the point hippy dippy CBD. Yeah, the, that was in support of Aaron's argument. He's saying yeah, that's something that isn't effective. Argument. Something that isn't effective isn't a threat. Something that is effective against a big market that they currently already have possession of we'll is a threat. Of and then, yeah. Yeah. They will quash that shit. But but it has. It's it's a threat from a market point of view because it has a specific yeah, purpose. Yeah, curing cancer. What are you but talking I, about? Whether, That's whether what we're talking effective. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it's it do purpose, the specific effect, thing that it's supposed like... to? That's what the whole point is. <laughs> <laughs> the acupuncture doesn't do what it's supposed to. That's the whole point of them being still in existence. We... That's the snake oil that's approved. If it does that's nothing, the oil then they allowed. let it happen. What is, what is acupuncture supposed to do? What we don't know. What does do? it do? It makes you feel better. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's the thing with the I, rife machine. I'm we pretty sure the acupuncture is... Because they went into that market to try and fight cancer drugs, that's when it became a problem. Not that it did anything necessarily. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh... <laughs> the, the, mere, the mere challenge is worth more than any, you know, evidence to back I, it up. I don't think so, because if... There's plenty of people out there, I'm sure they get, like, stern talking to, but it's like, oh, it's effective in, you know, maybe labeling it as, like, treating it as, like, cancer treatment. Like, I, I guess it... That's yeah. what I mean, yeah. uh, okay, one last question for you then, Josh. Why did the AMA literally pay millions and millions and millions of dollars to stop this from happening and to like do things like give quarter million dollars to people just to retire and refuse if you stop working in medicine we'll give you a quarter mil why did they do that what yeah, like no it's it's standard trust practice if you look at uh big tech with google and facebook they buy up applications and they buy up rival engineers constantly even if their product would if they're not like a real threat real market share threat even the product they're making isn't going to threaten google in any way even if they're not going to like you know add on the app or the functionality to the iphone or to facebook it's not they they just kind of they're creating a, a monopolist a monopolistic uh environment it's not that they're necessarily actually threatened by this but why don't they do it to the other industries that's what we're saying they don't do it to other things that are supposed to treat cancer that they know don't work Oh, like what? What are the thing for cancer? What are you referring to? Uh, wasn't what isn't? Uh, don't they do that for cold light light therapy for like to help you with like when you're done with cancer for like help pain on your skin or some shit like that? Like with skin cancer? Well, that's just pain. Yeah, that's 
they they have that. Um, yeah. But that, that's just, that's just pain. That's not like curing. That's not offering to treat this or like cure it. Tyr is saying that they were just trying to buy out anything that claimed to be a cancer cure, and that's all that you think. I think that that's enough justification, and I haven't. I don't think there's enough evidence out there to show that this works or that this is a a, a good cure for cancer. What about the multiple other doctors that said they had the same results and then were immediately fucking sued out of existence? <laughs> it's still on the scales, a scale of like ten to tens. Don't of you think it's, it's weird a, that no one like trying that no company no no companies trying to develop this technology? Or look into it, or well, verify had, whether it like, works or it doesn't work. It or takes anything. independent labs anything. to do it, and we've then every time they play, now. holy shit, this actually works, and then they get sued out of existence. They, you don't think that's evidence? Yeah, we, we, we've been told we, we we've had eighty years now of people telling us that this is bogus and that you'll get no funding if you pursue it, and uh, people aren't gonna like go that direction. They they do. They're, they do. They do, and then they get sued school. out of existence. That's the point. The second that they do, they get sued. Yeah, that's that's okay. weird. So, by the way, that that it's, doctor, yes, it's very that, weird. There's a lot of suspicious stuff. That doctor it. got paid out five million dollars in today's money. That's how much it was. That's a also okay. <laughs> happier. Here's the one. Okay, uh, just I'm incredulous here, but that you're so. <laughs> <laughs> don't believe this but um is it weird that the guy who invented the first microscope to see a live bacteria and live virus is the one that invented it and then he was painted as a charlatan and a fraud by a conglomerate like that and then there's oh, no yeah. support for him out like in any kind of mainstream medical field it's only like independent journalism that has to like bring these stories to you well that's the thing um his the the johnson i think it was the johnson guy who was uh about to um present his info at the banquet or make his big announcement at the banquet who is um you know supposedly poisoned i, I think he was the, the president of the local ama chapter so all of his foundational support then just fell apart i'm sure for uh for rife so um yeah, I mean, of course, it's hugely suspicious. Of course, like he has good credentials behind him to be supporting that. You know, he's he's doing good science or good research, I'd imagine. But this is medicine from the, you know, pretty much a hundred years. Yeah, the, the I mean, the original rifle machine was invented a hundred years ago, so medicine wasn't in a good place then. So far as uh, in like even electromagnetic electromagnetic radiation, you know, understanding uh, wasn't in it nearly as good a place back Josh, then as it is now. Josh, so I I don't know what to think about it. Hundred years ago, medicine was in a way better place than it is now. Because people actually believed in <laughs> yeah, like that's, diet, that's specified exercise, radiation and, knowledge. and herbal like, remedies, yeah. and that's that's before yeah, food companies and pharmaceutical companies had completely. And then the, food the companies and uh, pharmaceutical companies have spent the last eighty years telling you how dumb everyone was before they came along. Stop believing again, them. That's why I specified the understanding of EM radiation is like there's yeah. Yes, it's hugely suspicious. I'm not convinced that it's some magical cure-all or the, the approach to curing disease it's forever. It's not magical. It's a mortal oscillatory rate of a cell, which in principle makes 100% sense. 
and no one tries to do it anymore. Not one company tries to do it, despite cancer being the second leading cause of death on the planet. No one's yeah. even looking into it. Yeah, no, exactly. I'd, I'd like to see companies looking into it now. That's the bad uh, that they You know aren't. what will make me believe that it doesn't work? I wish there work. was some funding for this. I would like a bunch of universities trying to recreate this and just going, it doesn't work. Here's our results. But they don't even do that. They just go, we don't. We don't do that, or else we know we'll our 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 New Jersey lab might just get burned down in the middle of the night. So I think we'll just we'll <laughs> we'll do something different. But anyways, yeah. that's the Royal Rife machine story, and it's fucking fascinating. Really look into that guy; it's it's crazy. So, well, I, I think that's about that. About wraps it up. I'm I'm totally sold on this. I'm totally sold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Aaron on this. You one. know why? You know why Josh isn't sold on it? Because he's a robot. I, I, and he can't get cancer. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, he got a, a a software update from the CIA, and he's just <laughs> pushing hard against all of our conspiracies now. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that uh new firewall. I, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand his. I understand his point. I just like. I don't think it's a- enough. Because like just because they broke into the cancer market, I don't think that that is enough to like completely tear this like this idea down, especially in the way that it was torn down. Yeah, and you know, it, it was way it more his microscope, than, burn down labs associated with the same research, uh, pay off any doctors like, associated with that study, kill, his burn partner. one of the guys' fucking houses down, and all of his notes. Poison the fucking head of the U.S. of USC <laughs> cancer research, and then steal all of his papers. Like it's There's just crazy, dude. It sounds like a spy yeah. movie. I guess. Yeah, I guess you just aren't as petty of people as I am. Hmm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, anyways, I hope okay. you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. This has been okay. Sorry, okay, HMO episode forty-seven. Night. You've got mail. What the fuck?